Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty, hosted by Jody Katz, founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency. Okay, here we are. Today is such a special day for Where Brains Meet Beauty. We are recording on location for the first time ever. We've always done it from a studio (laughs) or from a phone in my home office or from wherever our guest was. But today we are at the historic CEO Bigelow in New York City's West Village, and we've taken over a nice corner, right? This is a cute corner. It feels very comfortable. We have a little um, sunlight, natural lighting, and um, this is a 200-year-old shop. It's really a pharmacy, an apothecary, and now a huge beauty destination. Um, So I want to say special thanks to CEO Bigelow, CEO Ian Ginsberg, and the head of beauty, Emily, for collaborating with us today. Um, So we know that every good brand has a story. But at Where Brains Meet Beauty, we're interested in the people behind the brand. So today, I'd like to welcome Lisa Devo and Shannon Birch, founders of Soap and Paper. Thank Thanks you. for having us. It's Great so to be cool here. to be here with you, sitting on our stools. I love it. I'm right super relaxed. Your products. I know. It's a great spot. How does it feel to look at all this beautiful product that's yours? It's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Every time that's I come amazing. down and see it anywhere. Um, yeah. it's It always reminds me kind of of where we started and where we came from and how far we've come and how far we have to go. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, Lisa, yeah. on LinkedIn, you list your title as Soper. Oh. <laughs> so that's S-O-A-P-E-R. Mm-hmm. Soper. <laughs> what does that mean that's to you? Me. Well, um, a Soper is a very, um, just somebody who makes soap. And um, it's kind of, there's a little subculture world of soap makers. And soap makers are... I think some of the most interesting people, we've met many, soap makers are really interesting people actually. People who really get into the science behind making soap. It's a labor of love. It's not easy. It's not like you just melt something down and then you make it. It's like a whole thing. But it's super addictive. I mean, that's kind of what got us started, Yeah, was this kind of passion for soap making. So. I think it's like once a soper, always a soper. And Just feels, a soper. It's a community. You feel like it's like your part yeah, of the community. Yeah, yeah, I, f- I feel so. Yeah, I feel that way. Like we have Susan, yeah. who, you know, through the years we've met so many people. And um, we have a good friend, Susan, um, and her daughter on this company called Saipua. It's a beautiful, beautiful soap. And we used to buy our lye together. And we're still in touch. And now they're kind of... They're crafters. It's like a crafty, it's a crafty lady thing. Men, too. <laughs> crafty people thing. Shannon, yeah. how did you and Lisa meet? So I moved to Nyack mm-hmm. after my third child was born. And Lisa had her mm-hmm. daughter, her second daughter, in the same preschool. Like this kind of hippie, groovy preschool called Blue Rock. And maybe the there was six kids in the class. Blue Rock School, West Nyack. Yeah. <laughs> it, was it was great. It was great. And yeah, it was a school with a lot of like-minded parents. We parented very mm-hmm. similarly. We ate organically. We, you know, it I don't was know. great. We, yeah, there it was were turkeys a great and lambs running around, and it was just very not dittos and that kind of thing. It was a very hands-on <laughs> school. The right. kids loved it. It was amazing. Were you? Did you have to be teachers in the classroom as well as parents? Did you have to help out that way? I no, did. Yeah, you were a teacher. I'm, yeah, I was a teacher. <laughs> yeah, I did. But you didn't have to. Right. You can just kind of, you know. So there's only six kids, which means six families. In um, that class, right, yeah. In that class. So how did you connect? Do you remember the first moment that you connected where you're like, hmm, I actually really like this person? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. And I'm going to share it. So we had, it was like a parent day. And 
Pearl had talked about Campbell a little bit at home, but I remember going and seeing Joe Birch, Shannon's husband, who's crazily handsome, and he was kind of, you know, in his khakis, and he was on his phone in the back by Joan's room, like, doing business deals. And Shannon was just happy as a clam, as you always will see, laughing, and she had her third child on her breast and was just nursing her and talking and carrying on and so walking around. And nursing. Oh, yeah. Standing oh, yeah. Walking, walking and chatting, <laughs> having coffee, counting beans at the bean table, like always the same. And I was like, oh, I'm going to know that girl. I'm going to know her. That was funny. Yeah. I do remember that. Do you remember? I do. I do. That was amazing. It's so funny. Right? And now these kids are in their 20s. They are, right? They are. Is that crazy? So this is a long friendship. Mm. Yeah. My longest partnership, partnership that I've yeah, survived. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. <laughs> you know, what's interesting about it, um, you know, I am a mom myself, my kids are younger, but during that stage where everything's, everyone's little and there's multiple littles, it didn't really have a lot of bandwidth, right? Like right. there was very little else I could do other than feed the kids, right. dress the kids, sometimes feed myself, sometimes right. dress myself yeah. properly. Maybe take right. a yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe a shower. Yeah. Right. But right. not washing my hair. <laughs> right. So there was so much kind of chaos in what felt, it felt chaotic because there's just like mm-hmm. a lot of needs to be met. Um, it was hard for me to develop relationships at that time because I just didn't have the space in my brain to say, hey, let's meet for coffee. Right. How did you work right. through that at that time to build a relationship? Yeah, that's such an interesting question. I feel, well, I think that we thrive in chaos, first of all. And just to put yeah. it in perspective, we would meet at Lisa's house at like 1.30 in the morning to make soap. We would feed our kids, oh, bathe them, put them to bed, do everything we needed to do. And then you know, we'd call and say, are you still up? You up for it? And we would meet and we'd work till yeah. like 4.30 in the morning, get the kids back it's off to true. school. We did a lot and of that. And even throughout the years, it's funny, like we even still. throughout the years, like <laughs> we would always do, we had these beautiful beeswax candles for a short time. They were so beautiful. But the label was a very thin brown ribbon <laughs> and a little tag with two holes. And you had to hand oh my. weave. Uh-huh. So we would. Yeah meet at my house, I would make some food, always a humongous bottle of vodka, and maybe a couple of cigarettes here and now and then again, but we would all kind of meet, and all of we our had friends, our friends years too. always yeah. helped. So that, it became this kind of social mm-hmm. thing for many, many years, actually. And for many, many people. Like, a lot yes. of our friends did this with us a lot. Yeah. I'm wondering how many still do. landed straight at this party. Oh. Yeah, right. Because that's, that's a, a good challenge, challenge, even, you know, yeah, in the it, light of day. Yeah, but, but it it's made handmade. it fun. It's true. Yeah. It's handmade. It yeah, it, it did fun. make it fun. It was a... Yeah. And I do feel like that goes into your product, actually. Like, I do think that, like, little juju goes in. Like, we have a little tagline on our product that says, like, made in the USA by happy people. Because oh. usually, oh, and I'm not Tara. Usually, we're, we're pretty happy. Yeah. And people, and our, the people that we work with, our manufacturers, we've worked with, we know all their kids, we've... You know, we've employed all their we've kids. We've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of... Um, yeah, you have these relationships. It's not just about, you know, making the money. It's a lifestyle. Right. Well, for some people, it's just about making the money. But True. for you, okay. it's, it's, like right. it's about True. more Yeah, than it's that. different. Right? It's different. It's nice to be able to, you know, pay our employees. <laughs> but it's, it, more importantly, it is really, um, yeah, it's become this kind of, lifestyle like I actually look forward to going to work every day that's so yeah nice. I do I really yeah do. and we vacation I mean we do yeah. yeah we have a lot of common interests yeah our kids are too. still really good friends and you know do you ever get so a little sweet. burnt out on each other yeah 
No. No, never. <laughs> it's never happened. No, yeah. Are you kidding? These two? So what do you yeah, do when you need to rough. get away from, you know, your friends, your families are friends, you're in the business together. How do you step away from each other? I do desk sides. <laughs> and I maybe <laughs> come down to the city. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it yeah. doesn't really happen, like, for a long it, period of time. It no. could be, like, a day. Like, I need a day off. Or... But mostly we just but work through it. I mean, yeah. And I think that's the, the, like, I think that's key, like, kind of working through it, yeah. where I generally tend to be a person who's just like, ah, and then I'm out, where Shannon is very much, she's a, her personality is a problem. She's a problem solver by nature. So it kind of, it's taught me a lot, actually. In my most successful relationship <laughs> here, like. Shannon, yeah. does, that mean, does that mean you actually, like, talk about the problem and, like, try to resolve yeah it like I think throwing up your hand yeah right like yeah to be frustrated is you can be that for a few minutes but then you got to work through it like okay but what are we yeah. really going to do and yeah. let's like figure it out and so I think yeah, yeah that and you're very patient that we do that um yeah. but Lisa you want to just throw up your hands and like oh yeah I run hot <laughs> I run hot and hot okay. I'm just like ah! you know so you'll have like what I would call like a temp adult temper tantrum is that sort of <laughs> Maybe, but mostly like in my head, uh -huh. like just like getting frustrated or overwhelmed. Right. But then what I've learned over the years is kind of like, I'm really into systems right now. <laughs> I'm into systems for everything. Like process? Yeah. yeah process, I'm into, right. for our, for all of our departments in our little company that is growing, we're really growing and you kind of, as you grow, things kind of shift and systems have to be, you know, that maybe you didn't need a system over here you know, last year, well, this year, you're doing this in sales, so, oh, let's try it this way. So I'm super into that. So that's, yeah. Right, I'm always thinking. Systems. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So that feels satisfying. Oh, yeah. Right, it's yeah. filling a void for you. Learning. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's part of evolving, mm -hmm. and I never want to stop evolving, right? Right. When, Personally or as a company. Um, in the 14 years you've had this business, when was the moment when you realized this is like an actual viable business and not, I would say, like mm -hmm. a hobby or testing it out? Like, when did you realize that you can actually... When was it for you? Um, well, I mean, super viable or kind of viable? Like, super viable well, when we started taking paychecks, certainly, when we were able to... That was so big. Yeah, and when we first... When we actually worked in Lisa's basement for years, part-time. I mean, it was a very organic growth, right? We did when we got web orders or we had a store that wanted some products or whatever so we would be meet three days a week or this afternoon or something right. and then the biggest jump was when we had to rent space like could we afford that every that month right and yeah. then the next bigger space you know so there was definitely this and then ha hiring employees and then full-time employees and benefits and paying ourselves and yeah i mean certainly all of those but yeah i mean i think when we finally were able to pay ourselves a you know a nice salary we kind of went all right like it's legit yeah. right. you know so even our first paycheck that was very yeah. little it was like yeah it was amazing. <laughs> and that sounds like it was the last thing in the process. It was paying the rent, paying the team. And oh, yeah, paying yourself, right. right. That's true. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many years in was it until you started to pay yourself? a while. Yeah, we've probably been paying, I mean, I don't know, what, seven years we've been taking care of? Just eight? Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, a good like amount. Five, we went a lot five, of years yeah. without taking paychecks. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Um, I've had my business for 10 years and um, I'm really until recently did I like start to like organize this, like have a process for right. mm-hmm. myself. Right. I would like wait until a quarter ended and be right. like, oh, here's some money, <laughs> I'm going to take it. Right. right. Exactly. Um, I was always putting the business first, but then I sort of had this moment like, wait a minute, I'm not a charity. Right. That's right. Um, this is so that my family and I can, you know, pay our mortgage, yeah. go on vacation, have food. Right. So I started to look at it from a different perspective. Like I need to pay myself first. Right. I need to put the gas mask on my right. family. Yeah. yeah. And then whatever growth happens beyond that would be, you know, other yeah. things that we can do. But it was um, really hard for me right. to uh, get to the point where I realized, like, oh, I have to do this for my family. Right? It's right. not just for me right. and exactly. be beauty. It's like, this is a real thing. Yeah. Even though in my head I, I knew it was real, I wasn't treating it as um, something that deserved being paid almost. I totally yeah, identify exactly. with so that. For, yeah, yeah. for years and years and years, I always felt that way. And sometimes we still have a hard time valuing mm-hmm. our hours. Meaning, right. like, Oof. you know, we'll be in on the weekends or whatever. We do whatever it takes to get stuff done. And, you know, sometimes if you were to talk to a business person, they would be like, wow, you know. But your hours are more valuable than doing manual labor like stringing right. ribbon, right? Right. But yeah, I mean, certainly we still run into that. I think. Yeah. You just have to. You have to do what you. You got to do what you got to right. do. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it's important. It's great stuff. Yeah. I don't. I almost stopped looking at my hours, and my team like um, actually challenges me. Like we have a time system, right? We have clients. We have to track time right. for each client, and I'm not very good at it because in my head it's like my time is almost not clocked because right. there's so totally. much of right. it yeah. totally. that like right. what does it matter as long as like my team is accounting for theirs right. I sort of had this in my head and I don't think it's a great process to right. like eliminate understanding how much time I put into this I should track it right, right. Not yeah. it's putting value yeah. Yeah, right. that's and the then problem. that right. comes back yeah. out right. like if you're valuing your what you're doing you're owning it yeah right? So maybe yeah. I'll start tracking <laughs> Track it, girl. So let's go back, back in time, to before 14 years ago, before preschool. Um, Lisa, what were you doing as a career before all this? Hmm. Well, over the years, I've worn many hats, actually. Actually, I have baked at Zen Bakeries. I've been a bike messenger. I was a flight attendant. Um, waited tables and cocktail pretty much always. Dog walking. <laughs> Toilet seats. I decorated toilet seats what does that in mean? Santa Fe. What does that mean? Creative crappers. I had uh, really a little toilet company? seat company, and I sold them like you can't imagine. Yeah, I would decorate them, and then I would cover them, coat them in plastic. Like Mod Podge kind of stuff? Um, it was kind of more this, like, puffer paint, and then I would start doing, like, cut out the Virgin Mother of Guadalupe. was real popular in Santa Fe. <laughs> it was a big one. And um, actually, then I started doing photographs, and um, Judge Reinhold's mother had corkies, and he brought me some corgi pictures, and I made her, for Mother's Day, a corgi toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty epic. Um, I actually, I gave it up because I got pregnant, actually, and I got really sick. So I just kind of stopped. And then I was kind of, then we were at Santa Fe for a little bit, and then we moved to New York, my husband and I. Um, yeah, and that's kind of what brought me here but I was never like on like a career path or you know I kind of always flew by the seat of my pants and kind of made it happen and you know I think it's so great for our listeners to hear that you actually had no path like because I think there's so much pressure on everybody and I felt the pressure like out of college like 
I need to be at a cool image driven company. I need to be doing X, Y, right, and Z because right. I need to balance that, you know, my friends who are working at Goldman or whatever it was, right. right? Like I felt like I needed this. It was my identity. It was almost my whole identity, right? Yeah. So it's so nice for people to hear that like someone could find their way without any of that. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, us, Shannon and I just have gone through the college process for the past, you know, whatever, four or five years because Bella's what, been gone for three? three. And it, there is so much pressure on people to like, it's like you're 18, okay, what you are you going to do for the rest you of your life? Right? What score are you going to go to? Yeah. You got to be on this track, you got to do that. And it's kind of like everyone needs to chill out yeah. for half a second. You can't possibly know. Maybe there are some people that do. I certainly did not. And was, you know, from a generation where you kind of just, you know, I went to college and just kind of majored in liberal arts <laughs> and didn't finish all the way, but I was always a hard worker. So, yeah, that was my jam. And Shannon, where were you before all this? I was a consultant. I developed um, computer systems in the city and in Europe. So... What does that mean? Um, yeah, like developed processes like large at the time they were mainframe based systems I met with a lot of clients to determine their needs and designed systems based on them and in Europe we designed a telephone system it was like a billing system that was as simple as it was yeah but right um, out of college you did this but right like, yeah this was that was my career path so I studied smart. it in college I went right into it and I did it for whatever 10 12 years before I had my third child yeah so how did you know in college that you wanted to do this? <laughs> I fell in love with computer programming, like problem solving. Mm. I still love to solve problems. Mm -hmm. And it just fit, right? I had a great professor. I had no idea. I think I changed my major five times. And um, yeah, I fell in love with it. And I loved it for 10 years. It was a great job. It was, I loved it. And now I love not doing it. <laughs> and why couldn't you have that job when you had kids? It just, we had to travel a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, and I also, in a strange way, I, well, I had gone to part-time work. And I couldn't be as good at it as I mm. was when I was a full-time yeah. employee. And that occurred to me. I, none of my bosses ever told me that. My company was still promoting me and stuff. But I realized I was catching up every time I went in. I would work two 12-hour days. And um, that was... You know, yeah. my job. Behind. Yeah, so I fell behind. It was so and it's fast yeah. moving, right? And the commute. Yeah, I, I was traveling, and I just wanted to be home more. Mm. But I didn't want to not have a career, which yeah. was great when I met Lisa and we were able to get together. But yeah. So I think this is something that a lot of women go through, right? Which is, I want to work. Right. I want to feel fulfilled by it. I I love it, but um, it the schedule is not right for me right. or there's not flexibility for me or there's not um, I think an understanding of you know what it takes to yeah. do mm. both at the same time yeah. um, so what advice would you give somebody who's sort of like you know in a situation where maybe, maybe they you know have a two year old and they're in this headspace where like oh, this doesn't really, the old method doesn't really seem to be working there's not flexibility in my company what, what are my options right so I actually happened to have a very good company. They were super open to it. So I worked two 12-hour days. That's un, you know unusual. I was breastfeeding at the time. They were able to give me rooms to do it in. Like they were an incredible company. It was just me. You know, I didn't like the feeling of not. I was the best. I like to be the best. Lisa says oh. I like to be the winner. The most competitive <laughs> person you will ever meet in your entire life. Mm. Is yeah. So and is so it competitive and is it perfectionism? I don't know about perfectionism, but I mm. yeah. I'm just like yeah. I like 
to be really good at what I do. And that's what I found. Was it so it wasn't satisfying. So it was missing the boat on right. everything. Right. Except for you know, I was able to get paid, but I wasn't but enjoying it. Yeah, I lost my passion. Right. And I was right. leaving the kids every day to do it, you know. So it was not fulfilling any of those things. And I think I have an incredibly supportive husband. I have an incredibly supportive family, so for me to be able to say I want to switch gears and and, you know start to work with Lisa part time and not to pay for a lot of yeah, not to pay. I I was really lucky in that way. Um, Yeah. So I mean, it was definitely a decision, and it was definitely a supportive decision. You know. Mm. And did you feel like at the time you were choosing, I guess, either to go to two days a week or just leave the job completely? Did you have a moment where you realized that a lot of your identity is tied up with your career? I I did and I didn't. I mean, because I had also become a mom. Mm-hmm. So I think I was experiencing that new, you know, I had now new friends, right. new playground. Because I was home three days, oh, five days a week. But, right. you know, I, so in a way, it was a perfect world for a lot right. of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I certainly missed, um, I did miss at first that kind of using that much of my brain two days a week. I didn't realize that I would be, and those friends, certainly. Right. Um but yeah, I mean, I I just embraced the new, you know, it was new. It was a new challenge. Um, and so that's that's how I got past that. Um, yeah, and we were doing something completely different. We were doing hands-on. I mean, yeah, like physical. We were making soap. We right. were wrapping things. You know, it was a very different move for me to make. So, yeah. So different. It was so different. And it, yeah, it has been great. That's the best move I've ever made. Yeah, really. So you're super competitive. You seem pretty laid back to me. A little bit competitive. Um, I'm a little bit competitive. (laughs) You are. Yeah, I go around the back door. Like this much. Yeah, Yeah, a lot. I'm a little competitive. I think everybody has to be. Like I think everybody kind of, you know, like if we're so we have a trainer that comes to our studio (laughs) three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and everybody puts money in the pot. So somebody is very physically fit and she's into it and Shannon is also one of the most consistent people you will ever meet me not so much so she's been doing it for like seven years so I know that I actually am competitive when she blows by me and I like start to kind of pick up my pace but that's pretty much yeah and I would say like in business too like if I come in say to a store like this and I'm like hmm they're carrying a lot of that brand huh and I'll kind of go back up and type a quick and be like yeah I'm a little competitive like I think yeah you kind of have to be but but nothing like that no I get the same way (laughs) I mean I don't have product but when I see an article like oh whatever agency won whatever brand I'm like yeah yeah Yeah. and then maybe you find out about that brand you're like oh it's a relationship right and um, there's this like little thing inside of me that like pokes out in my stomach yeah it's like pushing out into my abs and it makes me like a little (laughs) like I wouldn't say upset but like almost jealous I think there's like a jealousy I think that's Mm, the right word like why them why not me and it makes me go into kind of a downward spiral Mm. which I'm learning to try to Come up, up quicker, yeah, right? Crawl right out um, of that girl. Because <laughs> not. In, intellectually, I believe there's enough room for all of us. That's right. right? There's enough yeah. room for your brand and that brand and That's that right. brand. Totally. Right? There's yeah. so many customers. There's so many stories. There's so many ways to connect with people. There's yeah. so many retailers. Um, but in that moment, it can't. You know, yeah, I can't. No, like right. this is like a just a, a gut reaction to these right. moments. But that's like what fuels us. So that's the competitive stuff, right? That would make us want to go back to the studio and make something better, right? Right. So they want to carry yeah, more of say, our stuff, yeah, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, CEO Bagel sure. is such an interesting place, and um, seeing your product here, it's beautiful, and it, you know, it, like fits right into the story of the, of the store. Um, and you support a lot of small independent businesses, right? You have um, your collections, like, yeah. Scattered. Oh yeah. Really, I'd say like scattered is the right word, right? It's not like one big retailer, right? right where you're shipping to their distribution center. You have a lot, a lot of stores. To we support. have a lot of boutiques, and a lot of boutiques actually. We were, you know, it's funny. This time of year is always that time because we're fourth quarter business. We do a ton of business this time of year, and oftentimes we'll have to go in the back and help with shipping or whatever. Like we're super hands on, and when I look at some of the orders, I get like. <laughs> emotional to like, oh my god they have been ordering from us for right. like 12 years wow. they've been yeah. with us when we were doing the beeswax candles mm-hmm. and they have stuck with us all these years and now they're buying hand creams and whatever like people I feel like our a lot of our small businesses are just so super supportive and like love what we do and love what we're about and we're also working with a lot more larger retailers now too we're able to you know we're working with Source and Anthropology and Us Blue and a bunch of other you know right so you know it's a small business that you have and you're supporting other small businesses right mm. through the process of selling in their stores um, I would think that your network of small business relationships is quite extensive. Is there a way that you celebrate those relationships and celebrate those other peers, you know, in the small business realm? Hmm. Well, I would say, as far as manufacturers go, we give them more business because mm-hmm. we grow. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. We stick with them. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I, well, certainly in like service, like, right? Like Lisa is the most incredible at giving customer service. Mm -hmm. And she will be on the phone with those stores that have bought for 12. I mean, they feel like we are making stuff for them. And I do think that that is why they've been with us for so long. I mean, it's still, if we get a call, Lisa will be like, who's that? You know, Mm -hmm. she'll yell over to the orders department and they'll say who it is. And she'll be like, let me talk to them. So I think that there is this incredible relationship Mm -hmm. that we have with them. Yeah, Yeah. I think that would be the celebration. I was kind of thinking about manufacturers for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah, with the stores. Oh, God. The stores are like... <laughs> it's, I mean, going back to when you were saying, like, um, you know, when things get kind of tough between the two of us or whatever, we're doing it. It's funny because my kind of... The beginning of the year, we're doing our show circuit. So I'm gone. I do all the trade shows. So it's kind of like, it's this kind of ebb and flow where, and then I'm home for a couple months and then I'm back out in the summer, late summer, like July through September for shows. So I'm only in the office a little bit and it does kind of give Mm -hmm. a break. Mm -hmm. But it's funny, I was thinking about with doing those shows, like so many of our stores come in and we just, you know, know everybody's first name. We know what they order. And we probably have... What? Over a thousand? Oh, yeah, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's an incredible amount of partners to support. It's true. And to manage and to just make sure that you didn't miss an email, right? Right, right. Or a request or a question. It's a a lot of good It is a lot. But I have to say, we also, besides having incredible manufacturers and incredible stores, we have an amazing team at Open Paper Factory. Karen has been with us. Well, God, she's been stringing since, day one. since the beginning. Yeah. She's been with that literally. Yeah. She's kind of my bestie. Our daughters kind of met in 
before I moved to Nyack, I had met Karen. And she's just one of the greatest people. And she, if you call the studio right now, she would answer. And she'd be like, hey, girl. Like, she's just <laughs> right. the best. And we have, you know, we're a very small team How for as much stuff you? as we pump out. Are we seven or eight? full-time at the, well, right. yeah, seven History, or eight on a daily yeah. basis. Right? Yeah, including us. So that's purchasing, orders, customer shipping, service, customer service, shipping, yeah. inventory, Sales. web. We right. do all of our own web, so it's like crazy. And right now it's always kind of a hairy time of year because we're working a lot of overtime. I get crazy. So <laughs> what does that we mean do it. I just, you know, it's a lot of incoming information yeah. you've got. Stores wondering where their stuff is, if it got lost in the mail, and you just, you know, that thing, that personality thing of keeping every, it's like having a lifelong dinner party and making sure that you have this incredible, like, I think that's really important yeah. to us, is yeah. having, like, part of a store, like, if you were a store, part of you buying our hand creams is you kind of we come with it. Right. Like we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to know you. We're going right. to know your kids. That's right. Right. And we're, you know, we always want to do better. We'll come and visit your store and be like, yeah. oh, hey, what if we tried this? Or do you need a little bit of this? And it's, it's a, it's a, a relationship. Right. So this time of year is a, you just want everybody to be happy and yeah. have what they want, you know? And I think that's where it gets yeah. tough this time of year. Yeah. Like, we want it out that day. Yeah. <laughs> so the um, last topic I'd like to talk about is this idea of the entrepreneurial experience. For me, it's felt like a roller coaster ride that, like, I can't get off of because I don't want to. Like, what, what else What else right. is out there? Right. right. I don't want to get off the ride, but I feel like a lot of the times I'm hanging upside down on the loop when I really just want to be on that, like, that part where you're going really fast and kind of more straightish or twisty and the wind is blowing through your hair and you're giggling because it's so mm -hmm. fun. Um, I don't hear that sort of stress, this like upside down <laughs> loop from you. Like it's, right. you know, you, you seem so at ease with the entrepreneurial experience. Is that just like the benefit of time? Like wh why are you sort of, even though you're saying you get crazy, you seem very relaxed. I'm pretty relaxed. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I think a super just, type A yeah. personality. So I get like, I go from zero to 60 quickly and I heat up. But what about you, but, Shannon? You seem pretty chill. Yeah. I mean, Shannon's very chill. Another reason why this partnership is so, it is like in sync. I'm knocking wood. It's in sync. Do you think you're, you don't get, you don't get harried, do you? Not so much. No. I mean, maybe in my, in my head a little right. bit. Yeah. But, but you, you know, really at the end of the day, we do everything we can do to get everybody what they want, right. when they want it, including our employees, right. including our, like at the end of the day, we do, yeah, we try really hard and we work really hard to make people happy. And I think yeah. that, yeah, I mean, knowing that maybe right. is what helps. But I think time too, I mean, I think, I think also we are something we have in, incredible common is optimism that's true that goes it's a long optimism way. and it really really yeah. does go a long way when it all like when you're doing the trade shows and your palette doesn't show up it's like we have literally been through the yeah ringer and it's just kind of like there are some things that are just out of your control right, right. and you just have to know that I think that we know that we are supposed to be where we're where we are right now I right. think there's a lot more coming down the pike yeah. for us yeah and, and we have hard, I mean, we have tough days. Don't get me wrong. Like if a manufacturer doesn't deliver what they say, right. oh. I mean, we have many 
days like that. But um, but I think we always, like back to the optimism, we always go like, this must be laying the groundwork for something big right. to come, right? I mean, we couldn't be going through yeah. this at this point in our careers yeah. if it wasn't for something great coming down. Right. And I think if you have that attitude, you just are going to figure out how to get yeah. through that and move forward because yeah. you know. And I mean, I think that people ask That's us often, like, um, you know, what were some mistakes you made or something? Well, we make mistakes all the time, but we never get down and we are, it's always like going forward and it's always like, um, yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we're super happy with what we've done. Right. Yeah. So I think that we, you know, I don't know. It's just, we're always moving forward and we're always laughing yeah. and smiling. I mean, Lisa keeps us laughing we all have, that's day long. We say. have such a and great time at the office. We work in a studio that smells absolutely incredible. <laughs> so we have like the full right, right. aromatherapy right. happening. But, you know, it's funny, you're talking about, like when we spoke a little bit before, we were talking about the entrepreneurial spirit. And I will say, from my experience, just because we started, we didn't start together with a business plan and a right. chunk of money and have a plan and then all these expectations. Mm -hmm. We have never had expectations. Right. We just roll. Like, we, I was selling soap at the farmer's market. Shannon's husband came down. He really liked it. He would always bring her gifts. We ended up partner, partnering up. Like, it's always been this organic thing where it was never, like, nice and tight in a suitcase. And then you're, like, disappointed because it didn't turn out the way you thought it would. We right. still have no idea how it's right. going to turn out. <laughs> like we we're just rolling, right? But it, it it doesn't really matter because we can walk out that door and get struck by lightning <laughs> or a bus. So it's kind of like it's actually it sounds so corny, but it is kind of the journey. Yeah, it is that really matters. And then I just want to say one other thing, and that is about entrepreneurship because we when we started. I didn't understand what we were getting into. And after all these years, like we had this circuit of friends at the trade shows, we have this group of other companies that are actually technically our competition. Hot Alice from Kayla Soaps, Suji from Scheme, Jessica from Patty Wax Candles. Like we're all kind of pals. And there's this incredible support. Like we all, you know, if I've got a question, we, I mean, we right. met Jessica out at right. Terrain for shipping advice. And like, <laughs> it's kind of been this, like, um, it's not like, we're not like closed off and like, oh, we don't want them to know the recipe for this or, oh, they better not copy us. It's not like that. It's kind of like, you just have to chuck your marbles at the wall and like share. And I feel like that for me is like the ultimate entrepreneurial experience when you know Shannon from Rosie Rings calls and she's like hey you know we're having a sample sale do you guys want to come down to Atlanta and do it like it's like yeah God, right we just created such a nice little life it's it's really I am impressed actually. and every name you just named was a female by the way Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Power to the ladies. So I think that's so um, well, there's Ian. The universe um, put us together today for a reason, for me at least, because I, I really needed to hear about the journey. I want to love the journey. I really do. Right. Like I really, like, it's very cool. Will right? you please come up to the studio. Yeah, yeah. come up come and do hand for a day. Sure, you should. It's so fun. Um, I want to embrace the studio. Be in the. Um, I want to embrace my journey. I want to. Um, feel like I really accept the fact that I don't know what the end is and right. I don't need to know Sorry that to this is go. just like my, you know, this is just 
the fun of the everyday and the unknown. So I'm in this place where I'm was I mean, I guess a few weeks ago I wasn't willing to accept it and I'm moving closer to acceptance. So this has been really helpful for me. Thank you. I'm sharing. so glad you're doing a great job. So excited. Thanks for having us. Well, it's so wonderful to have you here and thanks again to CEO Bigelow and Lisa and Shannon. Please subscribe to our series on iTunes and for updates about the show, please follow us on Instagram at Base Beauty Creative Agency. Thanks for listening to Where Brains Meet Beauty with Jody Katz. Tune in again for more authentic conversations with beauty leaders.